Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week I'll be reviewing 1997's Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Alright guys, welcome to the show. This week I'm going to be reviewing Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. But before we get to that, man, have we had a superhero week <laughs> this week, man. And it's only been two days. I'm not even going to say a week. It's been two days. We've been talking about two things for two days. And I'm not going to be any different. I'm going to talk about those two same things. First of all. Let's talk about that Zack Snyder Justice League. They finally released the, the Snyder Cut, you might say. <laughs> it's what they did. It's what they did, really. They released the Snyder Cut uh, of Justice League. And I'm going to go right off top and say it's tremendously better. It's four hours. That was... that was. Uh, f- I don't know why it had to be four hours, but... <laughs> But the good thing about that four hours is that you didn't feel it. Uh, I think I watched it. Me and my wife watched it. My wife and I watched it. Uh, I think we started watching it at uh, 7. And we got done at around 11, I want to say. Yeah, we got done at like 11 o'clock. And we watched something else, I think. I think we probably watched like an episode. I think we watched like an episode of Young Rock or something. You know, because that that's that that Zack Snyder Justice League is dark. <laughs> it's fucking dark. You don't want to go to sleep with that. Um, but yeah, man, this this movie was tremendously better, tremendously better than the, than the two thousand seven two thousand than the two thousand seventeen one. I remember I went to go see the two thousand seventeen one in the theaters, and it was just ugh. I want to say that's the same year Wonder Woman came out. I want to say Wonder Woman came out that summer. And then they released Justice League uh, in November. And Justice League just didn't cut it for me. I, I've never been so impatient to get out of a movie than I was with Justice League in 2017. Uh, I remember I fell asleep on a couple of movies because they're fucking boring. You know <laughs> You know, like, cause like I fell asleep on like Electra. I remember back in the day, and I fell asleep on uh, uh, Clash of the Titans, that that new Clash of the Titans. I fell asleep on that shit. I fell asleep on that. I think I fell asleep in Cowboys and Aliens too when I went to go see that back in the day. But like, I've never been so anxious to get the fuck up and get out. Oh, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time is another movie I was just like. Dude, I've never been so fucking anxious just to get up and get the fuck out of a movie because <laughs> it's so bad, you know. <laughs> but Justice League fit that. Like I'm, I'm like Justice League fit that. Uh, that 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 criteria of me wanting to just get up and walk out. But I'm like, I paid for this movie, so I'm gonna watch it. So uh, <laughs> that's how I felt. That's how I felt. But this one is. So so much fucking better it's so much better they did so many things right um first of all uh the 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 beginning is totally different uh i didn't go back and watch the 2017 justice league because why should i uh you know but i know a lot of people did i'm like i want to see i want to see the similarities i want to see the differences but i don't really give a shit I really don't. I really don't give a shit. I'm never going back to watch watch the 2017 Justice League ever again. Um, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, like like I said, the beginning of the movie is completely different. Uh, where like I think the beginning of the 2017 they started off with that 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 monstrosity of a Superman, that rubber face Superman. <laughs> I, I call him rubber face Superman. Looks like Henry Cavill's wearing a fucking Henry Cavill mask over his face. <laughs> yeah, like, they started off with that, with, like, the kids talking to him, what's it like being Superman and all this bullshit? And they, they started off with that in, 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 in uh, Josh Wheaton version, but in the Zack Snyder, in the Zack Snyder version, we're like, uh, we're, we're 
starting off with the ending of Batman versus Superman. It's like, uh, it actually makes Batman versus Superman make more fucking sense. Come to think about it, you know, <laughs> maybe I should go back and watch Batman versus Superman again, and then watch the stuff. That's what I want to do one day. I'm not 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 this not this week. I'm too fucking busy this week. But when I got some free time, I am going to watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch Man of Steel, and then I'm gonna watch Batman vs Superman, and then I'm gonna watch uh the Snyder Cut of Justice League, cause they all connect now. They all fucking connect now. If you watch Man of Steel, if you watch Man of Steel, if you watch uh Batman vs Superman, and you watch Snyder Cut of Justice League, they all fucking connect now. Shit, man. <laughs> It made me feel. It made me feel terrible. It made me feel fucking terrible about not liking Batman versus Superman. They really made me feel terrible about that shit. Now I think I gotta go back and watch Batman versus Superman again. I gotta go back and watch that shit again. Uh, cause if you watch Batman versus Superman and you watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League, the shit makes sense now. It makes so much fucking sense because there's even stuff in the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League that you go back and watch Batman. You might go back and watch Batman versus Superman. You'd be like, oh, so that's what they were trying to do. Okay. <laughs> so it was so like it really it really made that shit make fucking sense. Now it really made it make sense. Um, there were a lot of things in the uh, Snyder Cut. That, uh, that 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 were cut out from the Josh Wheaton cut. Um, all a cyborg. Oh my God, cyborg is the most important character in the whole goddamn movie. He pretty much he he and Flash because he and Flash got undercutted so fucking much in the in the in the 2017 Justice League. In the, in the Josh Wheaton Justice League, they got undercut it so much. Like, um, Flash was just Flash was just there for jokes, and uh, Cyborg was wasn't doing anything. He was just there. You know, <laughs> they cut him out so they cut him out so much. His story is so important. He and the Flash are so important to this story. Because, like, they do things because they're pretty much the ones that save the fucking universe. They save the universe from Darkseid. Is what they do. They save the universe from Darkseid. They're pretty much... They they pretty much stop Steppenwolf. I mean, they don't don't kill Steppenwolf, but they stop Steppenwolf's plan from coming to fruition. Uh, Superman and, uh, I think Wonder Woman and Aquaman kill the shit out of Steppenwolf at the end. (laughs) Oh my god, do they ever fuck Steppenwolf up? Oh my god. Steppenwolf, speaking of Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf is a better character in this. Everybody's so much fucking better in the Snyder Cut. Steppenwolf is so much fucking better in the Snyder Cut. Because he has motivation in the Snyder Cut. Like, he has a purpose. He's not just gathering up these boxes for no fucking reason he he's trying to get back in the good graces of dark side because dark side exiled him he fucked up and dark side exiled him and he was like if you don't find these goddamn mother boxes and get me all these goddamn planets you can't come back to apocalypse you know so like so that is the great that's a great motivation you trying to get back in the good graces of your, because like Dark Side and Steppenwolf are like family, you know, like you're trying to get back in the good graces of your family, you know, like anybody can relate to that. You're like you fucked up, you did something wrong, and your family exiled you, and you want to get back in the good graces of your family, so you do what you need to do to do that, and that's a great fucking motivation for Steppenwolf. You know, it's 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 a uh, incredible. <laughs> motivation for Steppenwolf I liked it it made him have more fucking purpose um there are two characters that do kind of get undercut it Wonder Woman Wonder Woman's more of a badass 
before I get to that, Wonder Woman's more of a goddamn badass in this movie. She's kicking fucking ass. Makes up for uh, Wonder Woman 84. Everybody's talking shit about her in that. Uh, she fucking murks somebody. <laughs> she murks a couple of people. Like, she kills a couple of people in this uh, goddamn movie. And it ain't shit to her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she kills a couple of people. Uh, in that, uh, like, I think it's, like, the banks, the bomb scene, the bank scene, where, like, those guys come in, the terrorists come in, and, like, they kidnap the children and shit, uh, she, she killed, like, a couple of those dudes, you know, and she didn't have any remorse for it, she didn't give a fuck, you know, so, (laughs) she did not give a shit, uh, but, um, yeah, man, they made her more badass, like, Wonder Woman steps up, Superman steps up, you know, like they they fixed super they fixed Superman in this. <laughs> they really did. They fixed Superman in this movie. Uh he's a lot more badass. He comes back in the black costume. Uh like the death of Superman costume. He comes back in that. Um But yeah, man, he like he's so much better in this movie. Like his face doesn't look like rubber anymore. <laughs> he, he actually looks like a person. And not a CGI character. Uh, so much better. Uh, but like I said, they do undercut like two people in this movie. They undercut Aquaman. Aquaman is not the standout in this movie like he was in the 2017 one. I feel like they kind of like focused on him a little bit more in the 2017 uh, Justice League. In the Josh Wheaton version. Uh, he, he He's not in this one a lot. He's not in this one a lot. Uh... Another thing this movie did, this movie really showed you how useless Batman is in a fight. <laughs> when it comes to fighting superpowered beings and aliens and shit, he is they really kind of make Batman look like a bitch in in, in the Snyder cut. <laughs> ben Affleck's a uh, Ben Affleck's an excellent Batman. I've always said that excellent Batman, excellent Bruce Wayne. Uh but they really do kind of make him look like a bitch in this movie. If they they make him look useless and shit, especially in the final fight scene where they gotta fight Steppenwolf and they gotta fight uh the the parademons and shit. He is like he is fucking useless. I mean, like he uses the Batmobile and he lures the parademons away from Darkseid from uh not Darkseid from Steppenwolf and shit. He does that, but when it comes to him. Uh, fighting Steppenwolf, he, like, he, he ain't even getting involved in that, <laughs> I think he's the only person that does not, uh, have, does not get, like, a square one with, uh, with, uh, Steppenwolf, he don't get, he don't get them hands, because I think if he got them hands, it would kill him, you know, like, like, Superman get him some, uh, Steppenwolf, uh, Aquaman get him some Steppenwolf, uh, uh, Wonder Woman gets some of Steppenwolf. I think even the Flash got a little bit of Steppenwolf. Even Cyborg did. He got him a little bit of Se- Steppenwolf. When it came to fighting Steppenwolf, Batman was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stay out of this shit." You know, <laughs> you know, he stayed the fuck out of that. He was like, "I am not getting killed. I ain't got no fucking superpowers." You know, I ain't got no superpowers. I ain't no goddamn robot. You know, like I ain't got none of that shit. You're like, I'm gonna stay the fuck out of this. Oh, I'll, I'll lead the parademons away, and uh, I'll do all that shit. I'll, you know, like I'll make sure that I'll make sure you guys got clear. I'll do cover fire. Cover fire. I'll do cover fire. Cover fire is my main thing. It was like a number one on cover fire. But when it comes to fighting Steppenwolf, hell no. But <laughs> yeah, that, that was Batman throughout this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was him throughout this whole movie but yeah man other than that man uh oh yeah the family's gone that fucking stupid family from the first movie is gone thank goodness they actually have flash do something like i say flash pretty much saves the goddamn universe he stops dark side from coming through the fucking portal with the mother bo- mother uh mother boxes and shit he stops that shit him and cyborg do that like they're a lot more useful in this movie than they were in the set in the 2017 version a lot more useful uh we get martian manhunter in here for some reason uh it's actually played by uh what was his name harry lennox uh if you don't know who harry lennox is uh he was the uh he was the like the general in man of steel uh 
He was also in Mo Money. <laughs> yeah, like, he played uh, Station Dash's uppity boyfriend in Mo Money for people who don't know that. And he was also in uh, the Five Heartbeats back in the day. He was, uh, I forgot the dude. He was the light-skinned dude with the, with the, with the voice. Boo, 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 with the deep voice. Uh, people don't know who Harry Lennox is. Uh, but he's playing, he's playing Martian Manhunter now. And he just shows up randomly <laughs> out of nowhere. And it kind of took me out the movie. There's two things that took me out of this movie. Um, it was him showing up at the beginning. Uh, I think he was like, he was disguised as, uh, Martha Kent showing up to talk to Lois Lane. Uh, that didn't make any sense. And, um, what else happened? Uh, he, he shows up at the end of Bruce Wayne. Uh, cause Bruce Wayne had this, like this vid, like this dream, which also took, that was the other thing that took me out of the goddamn movie. Cause it was like, we did everything. Everything's done. You're the fucking Justice League now. Steppenwolf's done. Steppenwolf's dead. You stopped the mother boxes. Uh, you stopped Darkseid from coming through the goddamn portal. Uh, and all that shit. Everything's done. We can go home. And like, and I'm the, then at the end, at the end, it's like, what the fuck is this? You know? Cause at first they show like, they show like the, uh, what was like the end credit for the 2017 Justice League. They show, uh, Lex Luthor talking to Deathstroke. Um, but instead of starting any, starting the Injustice gang, it's, uh, Lex Luthor giving Deathstroke information about Bruce Wayne. Tell him that Bruce Wayne's Batman and all this shit. I don't know where that's gonna lead, but probably nowhere now because they're doing a different Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. So <laughs> that's probably not gonna lead anywhere. I wish it. I wish we would have got that movie. Man, do I wish we would have got that movie. Oh boy, what could have been? Uh, but <laughs> but also the other thing that took me out of this was uh, Bruce Wayne's vision. It's kind of like a kind of like a apocalyptic universe, uh, apocalyptic Earth. It was like Batman. It was the Flash. It was Cyborg. It was Mira, played by Amber Heard, and it was uh, Deathstroke and the Joker, played by Jared Leto. Uh, they were talking about Superman going crazy again. I guess or some shit. It was like some injustice shit. If you ever played the game Injustice. It was kind of like that. Uh, that kind of took me out of the movie. I was like, oh, dude, you were doing so well. You were doing so fucking well. And then we found out it was a dream. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Fuck it. You know? So <laughs> and then I say Martian Manhunter came to see um, Bruce Wayne at the end. And that was pretty much it. That was that was the fucking movie. Like, I enjoyed it thoroughly. A lot more. I did movie gets like a five out of five for me you know like i'm I'm not gonna not a five out of five i'm gonna give it a four out of five like i said martian manhunter took me out of it that scene with him and uh the 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 injustice dream (laughs) kind of took me out a little bit but other than that i enjoyed it i liked it let's talk about um the other thing i need to talk about uh falcon and the winter soldier uh I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of suffered a little bit for me because uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League was so good, and I did not expect it to be so good. Uh, and the Falcon, uh, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm gonna admit is something that I have to watch again in order to uh, grasp what's going on. I didn't have the I didn't have the time to watch it this weekend because I was doing things. So uh, you know, so that's something I'm probably gonna have to go back and watch again. Uh, but. Uh, from what I see, man, I'm, it's okay. Uh, it, it's okay. The first episode was all right. Um, there's a great action scene at the beginning with the Falcon and uh, Batroc the Leaper. Where, like, Batroc the Leaper has kidnapped this, like, military guy. I I don't know why. I, I wasn't really paying attention. I'm going to be honest. Uh, but, like, the, the whole scene was just fucking phenomenal. I liked it. With, like, Falcons just flying around and shit. And fighting these dudes that are like on like parachutes and shit like they're like what are those like gliders they're like they got like those glide no those like parachute suits like they like they have like wings on them and shit gliders on them and shit he was fighting guys on those and awesome 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 scene uh but then like the rest of it was just like the rest of it that was like the 
only kind of that was like the only action scene in the whole in the whole episode it was like rest of it was just like exposition rest of it was exposition with telling you what's going on uh bucky's seeing a therapist uh Bucky's talking to this guy, talking to this old man whose son he killed, and he doesn't know how to tell the old guy that he killed his son. You know, I like I can't wait for that reveal. That that has me on the edge of my seat. I can't wait for him to reveal that. Yeah, uh, I killed your son when I was under uh, Hydra control. <laughs> you know, so I don't know how you gonna take this, but but yeah, it wasn't me. It was Hydra. <laughs> they had control of my brain and i killed your son in in the process but you know bygones be bygones maybe you know but uh yeah like you got that going on you got that going on with bucky he's got to come to terms with all the things he's done as the winter soldier i I like that they're doing that uh then you got uh falcon dealing with his uh sister and their i think their their parents business like their parents left left uh falcon's sister uh uh like a, a boating business like i think they do like shrimp they do like seafood or something like that and they go they go out and they boat and they pick up shrimp and crabs and shit out of there but she can't uh maintain it so uh the falcon sam sam goes and tries to get a loan and he can't get it because the blip happened <laughs> And I love I, this. This this is like my favorite part throughout the whole show. Any action scene or anything like that. My favorite part of the show was when the Falcon was when Sam Wilson was trying to get a loan and he couldn't get it because of the blip, because of the snap, because of the Thanos snap. It's like, hey man, y'all y'all wasn't you wasn't around for five years, you know. <laughs> And you ain't make no money, so uh, we can't give you this loan, you know. <laughs> and it was like it was it was it was so crazy because like the guy that was about to give him the loan, he's like, "Dude, who are you? I know you." And he's like, "You look familiar to me." And he's like, uh, "He's like, you're the Falcon. You're like you're an Avenger. I know you." Yeah, he was like that. He was like so excited about. It. He was like, "Oh man, he took a picture with him. Oh man, I can't believe I just took a picture with an Avenger. That's awesome." And then he was like, and then he was like, yeah, how you guys get paid? You know? <laughs> which is a, which is a valid question. He's like, how do the, how do the Avengers get paid? How do the Avengers get money? They don't, it's not like they have, uh, secret identities and jobs and shit. You know, doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like any of the Avengers have fucking jobs, you know? So, uh, I guess like the Iron Man's a billionaire, uh, the Hulk is a scientist. Uh, I, like it's like whatever they do for the government is what they do. They don't have regular jobs, but you know. <laughs> so like, I guess that I guess that's a valid question to ask. It's like, hey, uh, the does being an Avenger pay? You know, like do you guys, you guys get a check for being an Avenger? I mean, what do you guys do for money? You know, but that was a valid that was a valid fucking question that didn't really get answered uh by the way uh i guess he said we live off the goodwill or some shit whatever the fuck but uh but yeah man from what i see so far i'm liking this i like the ending when uh sam's looking at the tv and they revealed the new captain america uh which is a character named john walker uh he he later becomes the u.s agent in the comics uh in the comic books but yeah man i like i like that they revealed that and it was they didn't call sam i loved i just i love where this is going i love the racial overtones or the racial undertones that are happening that are starting to ripple that are starting to happen where it's just like hey yeah we want to yeah we want a new captain america but we don't want your black ass to be captain america (laughs) and like that's pretty much what it fucking turned into it's like it was like we don't black captain america what the fuck get the fuck out of here but uh yeah man i can't wait to see where the show goes i just can't wait to see where the show goes especially with that ending you know i can't wait for the for the racial undertones to come out 
Uh, I can't wait for Bucky to tell that man that he killed his son. Uh, you know, like, a lot, there's a couple of things in here, like, they're catching my eye. It's, it's interesting. Like I said, gotta watch the first episode again, though. That's pretty much it. I'll be back with my review of Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, right after this. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. You know, I, I like to start it off. I like to talk about how I saw it as a kid. I saw this movie in the theaters, actually, when I was 11 years old. Yes, I went to I went to the movies. My mom took me to the movies to go see Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. I, I was 11 years old. Uh... And all I can remember, I remember this day very vividly. All I can remember is my poor mother standing in line with me and my sister. My sister had to be about like four or five years old at the time. So remember that. Uh, My poor mother standing in line with me and my sister in the scorching hot sun. This is like the end of March. So it's like the beginning of spring, I want to say. It's around like, like it's the beginning of spring, like because I think this movie came out like the end of March or, or the beginning of like April. It was it was around that time. I think the movie had been out for for, for a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> my mom took me to go see it, and it just had to be like April or something, and like it was hot as fuck. <laughs> it was a hot hot day. We stood in line. Uh, for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie in the hot sun. Uh, it, it, oh God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I want to apologize to my mother. I'm sorry. I am so sorry for making you stand outside in the hot sun for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. You know. <laughs> It's hot as shit. And you had a fucking toddler with you. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was like, because I say, like, my sister, I, like, I have a little, I have a, I have a younger sister. She was, like, maybe, like, four or five years old at the time. You know, she shouldn't have been on that heat. But, uh, you know, but I wanted to see Turbo Power Rangers movie. So, whatever. But, like, I'm sorry about that. Um, speaking of Power Rangers, uh, this was kind of the last gasp for the Power Rangers in pop culture. You know, uh, the TV show was uh, waning in popularity like three years before this movie came out. Like, when the first movie came out, like, the popularity of the show was kind of dying down. You know, because, like, the first movie debuted at number three at the, in the box office. Uh, and it got beat. This is the thing. This is the thing. It like it got beat by two movies that were already out. <laughs> you know, it got beat by Apollo thirteen and Batman Forever. You know, cause like and those movies were out for weeks before the Power Rangers, the first Power Rangers movie came out. It was like, it was like the the first Power Rangers movie was the only debut that week, and it debuted at number three. You know. So, <laughs> So like that that's why I'm surprised they got this movie made. I'm really surprised that they got this movie made cuz even as a kid, even as a kid, I could see that Power Rangers was a fad. You know, I could see it was a fad because if you look at it now, it's like the only people who are fans of the Power Rangers are people who never stop watching, people who stop watching in order to have a social life. And then they, they came back once they were comfortable in their social life and started watching again. And the kids who watch the current product, who watch the current show that's on TV, those are all the Power Ranger fans. Uh, how I got, because like I'm still a fan of Power Rangers, but like how I got back into Power Rangers, because like I left. <laughs> I left too. I left after like Power Rangers in space, really. Um, but after Power Rangers in space, I was like, oh, I'm getting too old for this shit. I gotta, I gotta stop watching this, you know. So <laughs> I gotta stop watching this shit because uh, uh, I'm trying to get my dick wet. So uh, you know, so 
I'm trying to get my dick wet and Power Rangers is not a turn on. So, uh, <laughs> so I stopped watching for a while. Uh, what brought me back was I was watching like the uh, Japanese show in college. Actually, I was watching like what's called Super Sentai. Uh, that's where that's the source material from where Power Rangers came from. So, uh, with the in, with the with the internet, I found the Japanese version of Power Rangers called Super Sentai, and I was just watching the hell out of that. I was watching all the older series that came out way before, because Super Sentai has been around since like 1975. That shit's like what 45 years old. I want to say, like, yeah, like, it's 45 years old, um, so, it, like, it, Super Sentai's been around for a long time, so I was watching all those, I was watching all those series, and then I was watching all the ones that got turned into Power Rangers, and it kind of got me back into the American show, and so, like, I was watching, uh, Power Rangers SPD in college, you know, that's the show that actually got me back into Power Rangers was Power Rangers SPD, and I was just watching that, like, I was watching that on the low in college, you know, <laughs> I would watch Power Rangers SPD every morning before I go to class, like, every morning Power Rangers SPD would come on, I, I gotta watch Power Rangers SPD before I go to class, I was like, nope, I'm not moving until Power Rangers SPD is over, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good series, by the way, you should check it out if you, if you want to, if you don't, it's okay, but, you know, I'm not forcing anybody to watch it, but, like I said, like, that's who's watching the show, like, you're not gonna get any new fans, like, under the age of 10, you know, you know, because, like, like, we're just gonna have to come to terms that this was a show that once a lot of people, uh, reached a certain age, they just grew out of, you know, you just grew out of it, you were done with it, you know, like, you just, you left it in the, in, in the closet, with the rest of, with the rest of your toys that's it with the rest of the stuff that you liked as a kid you know you just left it there You're like uh, like is there a lot of like cool power ranger things that people are missing out on because of the the, the kitty stigma of power rangers yes yes the, the boom studios comic book is phenomenal uh shattered grid was phenomenal you know like there's a couple of seasons of the, the tv show that are great like i said power rangers spd Power Rangers in Space, uh, 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 Power Rangers RPM, uh, you know, like, there's a lot of Power Rangers Dino Charge, you know, like, there's a lot of seasons of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Time Force is great, you know, like, there's a lot of seasons of Power Rangers that, that, that are really good, and a lot of people are missing out on it, but, you know, that's on them, you know, <laughs> you know, you're like, that's on them, you know, and it's it's okay for you to still like the show. Is it okay for you to still like the show? Yes, yes, it is. Um, just don't be disappointed when you run into somebody that doesn't Power Ranger fan. You know, like we just we we just gotta come to ter- like it's like something we just gotta come to terms with. It's something that Power Ranger fans Power Ranger fans have to come to terms with that this is a niche market. You know, like it's a niche market, and it's only like it's only for Power Ranger fans. If you're not a Power Ranger fan, you will never be a Power Ranger fan. You know, and if you're a Power Ranger fan, you're just gonna be a Power Ranger fan for life. That's the way it's gonna be. Let's get into this goddamn movie. Shit, uh, this movie was uh, directed by David Winning and Shuki Levy. Shuki Levy is also one of the uh, executive producers on Power Rangers. Uh, the movie was also written by Levy and Shell Danielson. Ooh, I didn't bother to look up, but <laughs> look, be honest. Um, it has a Rotten Tomato score of fifteen percent, which is fair. Uh, the budget for this movie was uh eight million. It only brought in nine point six million at the box office, so it like barely made its money back. Uh, the plot of the movie is the Power Rangers have to rescue a uh, powerful wizard named Larago uh, from an evil space pirate named Divatox who wants to use Larago to awaken Malagor, a demon who she wants to marry for power and control of the universe. Oh, that shit sounds badass, huh? 
Doesn't that sound badass? It sounds badass as shit. Too bad it doesn't turn out that way. Cause I'm just gonna get to the I'm just gonna get to the fucking point. Like this movie's bad. It's terrible. It's low budget as fuck. You know, <laughs> like it's it's low budget as shit. I mean, it just looks like a big long hour. It looks like a an hour long episode of the TV show. That's what it looks like. It looks like an hour long episode of the fucking TV show. Uh, let's get to like an elephant in the room that everybody like. It's a big it's a big plot point of the movie. Uh, a kid becomes the Blue Ranger. Everybody like a twelve year old boy named uh, Justin Stewart, played by Blake Foster. Uh, becomes the Blue Ranger. Uh, speaking of Blake Foster, I remember seeing Blake Foster because I remember seeing him on Power Rangers Turbo when I was a kid. But after that, he didn't get like any more acting roles. <laughs> uh, after that, and I've always wondered, like, what is? Because like the dudes like my age now are even uh, if older. I think it's probably like thirty six, maybe. <laughs> I think now because I'm thirty five. He's probably thirty six or thirty seven years old now. And I've always wondered what the dude looks like as an adult. And I think I saw him on a show on MTV. I don't know if it was like on MTV or VH1 or something. I don't know if it was like he was on like fucking Tool Academy. Remember that show Tool Academy? Anybody remember that show Tool Academy on VH1? Where like they were taking like these dudes that were like fucking assholes. Like their, their girlfriends thought they were assholes. They were like, we're, t- we're taking you to Tool Academy because you're a dick or something like that. And he was like on one of those like shows and like he was like being a fucking douche. And and I didn't like at first I didn't know it was him because he looked completely di- he looks kinda different. He looks kinda different. Cause like I think this is like the first time I seen him this is like the first time I seen him since Power Rangers. And like he cause like he's he's way bigger. This dude's like cause like the Blade Foster's like at least I wanna say at least like six foot five. And he's he's fucking jacked to the gills. Like he's fucking he's fucking buff as shit. Uh, you know, and he, he looks totally different from the kid he was in Power Rangers Turbo. And like he has like short hair. He has like short hair and he has like a fucking goatee now. And uh like I think like maybe like a full-on beard. And, and he it looked like him kinda because he still has the same teeth. I think that was like because like he still has the same eyes and he still has the same teeth. That was the only I think that was the only thing that kind of set me off. I'm like, hey man, because I, I was like, hey man, he looks familiar. This guy that's being a douchebag on his reality show. <laughs> and then I think he he, he uh, revealed it. He was like, yeah man, my name's Blake Foster. I I used to be a Power Ranger <laughs> or something like that when I was like 12. And he was just like, <laughs> he was like I was the Blue Ranger on Power Rangers. And, I know martial arts and he was doing like martial arts and shit and and I was just like yo man that's the dude that's Justin holy that's Justin from the Power Rangers <laughs> and like that was like the first time I saw him as an adult and this was like 2009 2008 I want to say like 2008 or 2009 uh when he was uh when he was on his show and he was a fucking douche he was a fucking asshole <laughs> on this show, and it kind of turned me off on him. I was like, I don't think I would ever want to meet him. You know, like he looks like he's he, he's a fucking asshole. You know, so but I don't know if he is. I don't know if that was just for show, but you know how reality shows are. But it's a fucking he was like he was a fucking douchebag on that show. But anyway, in this movie, he's the Blue Ranger because uh, the Blue Ranger before him, uh, Rocky DeSantos, breaks his neck. Doing something really fucking stupid that didn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Cause the dude, it was like he, uh, Tommy, and Adam were like practicing for this martial arts tournament, and like they're doing like all the karate and shit in the ring and shit. And I think Rocky's like off his game. He can't kick or some shit like that. He was trying to spinning. He's trying to spinning heel kick, and he can't get the spinning heel kick right. And he tries to do a spinning heel kick. Might I add, he's in the middle of the goddamn ring. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
sorry. This shit just makes me laugh. He's in the middle. Of, he's in the middle of the goddamn ring, and he does a spinning heel kick, and somehow falls out of the ring. He's not near the. He's nowhere near the side of the ring. He's in the middle of the ring. He falls out of the ring and breaks his neck. <laughs> he lands on the back of his neck. It breaks his neck. And or, I, think he's like, I think he broke his neck. And they have to rush him to the fucking hospital. <laughs> he has to go to the goddamn hospital. They have to rush him to the hospital. Even the neck brace on him. He can't move and shit. And he's like, oh, my neck. My neck. And, <laughs> and they have to rush him to the goddamn hospital. And so he's no longer a power ranger anymore. And so he gives his he gives his powers to this kid named Justin, uh, who who becomes the Blue Ranger at this point. Uh, anyway, uh, another thing we also get we also get the return of Kimberly and Jason, who are the original Red and and Pink Rangers. Uh, they get captured by uh, Divatox, who wants to uh, sacrifice them to Malagor, and the Power Rangers have to go and race and save them. They have to save them and Larigo now. And I think, like, Larigo has this family. Let me, let me talk about Larigo. Shit. Uh, let me talk about Larigo. Larigo looks like a fucking hippie Olsen twin. <laughs> or just the Olsen twins. Uh, he looks like he looks like a fucking Olsen twin with, like, hippie clothes on. And, like, he has, like, this fucking beard and shit. He's like a little, he's like a little midget puppet. I'm not the I'm, wrong words to say. Sorry, he's like a little person puppet. Uh, he's like a little person puppet, and his face—he looks like an Olsen twin in the face, and he has a beard, and he's wearing like these fucking hippie clothes. <laughs> It—that's that's what the fuck he is. It looks—it—it it, it looks disturbing. It looks very very disturbing. If you've never seen Larago, I'll. I'll probably put up a picture of him on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I watched this as an adult. Go follow me on Instagram. I'll put a I'll put a picture of Larigo. <laughs> I'll put a picture of Larigo up. <laughs> this shit just makes me laugh. All this shit is stupid. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> he I'll put a picture of Larigo up. Oh my goddamn Instagram, so you can see what the fuck Larigo looks like if you've never seen Larigo. Um, but yeah, I was talking about Jason and uh, Kimberly. They gotta go save them. Uh, also, Jason just got finished being the Gold Ranger on uh, Power Rangers Zio. So, we're, never, we're really not missing him that much. He was like gone for what, five months maybe? He, was a Power, he wasn't a Power Ranger for five months. Because Power Ranger Zeo, he comes back as the Gold Ranger. The he's the sixth Ranger on Power Ranger Zeo, uh, which the, the Gold Ranger is fucking badass. He was badass as the Gold Ranger. I got to say that the Gold Ranger is the highlight of Power Ranger Zeo. By the way, um, if you go back and watch Power Ranger Zeo, uh, also uh, the Rangers like they get new powers and new Zords for like no fucking reason. They get them for no reason whatsoever. Um. Uh, we get a half of a scene of Cat morphing into like the uh, pink Zeo Ranger. Uh, we get that, and then like she falls into the water. Uh, supposedly, supposedly, the Zeo powers were destroyed by water. This is some shit that I heard. You know, I had the, I had the, like the rumor mill and the Power Ranger fandom. You know that uh, the Zeo powers were destroyed by water, and even like Johnny Unbosh, who will play Adam Park. The uh, Green Ranger. He also said, I think he said this like a couple years back that they they shot a scene where the Zeo powers get destroyed in like an underwater battle, and like the 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 scene got cut. Uh, I heard like a lot of scenes got cut in this movie. You know, <laughs> like I heard there was a lot of things that would make this movie make sense that just got cut out. Because I heard, like, they were supposed to have a battle underwater in the Zeo Powers, and the Zeo Powers get destroyed. Uh, they said they shot that shit. Uh, I think they shot David Yost's Billy. Like, he was supposed to come back. 
Billy was supposed to come back and he's supposed to be the the reason that they got the zeal power uh, not the zeal power the turbo powers because like he created them like on like aquatar or some shit uh, i think <laughs> and uh which is like another planet in, in the power rangers uh, universe they got another planet called aquatar where like they got like alien like fish rangers don't 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 try to make sense of that but uh, you know, don't try to make sense of that but like yeah there's alien fish rangers on another planet uh and billy went to that planet because he fell in love with one of the fish ladies one of the fish rangers ladies and uh so like he lives there now that's where billy is in uh power rangers in power rangers lore he's on the planet aquatar having sex with a fish lady so uh you know <laughs> but uh <laughs> true story i'm not making this shit up this is, this is what's going on on power ages like billy the original blue ranger is on a fucking planet a water planet having sex with a fish lady he married a fish lady and he, he's not coming back um <clears throat> but anyway uh yeah, man, they said that a lot of shit got cut out of this movie that'll make this shit make sense. Um, maybe somewhere there's like a there's a like a Snyder cut of Turbo or Power Rangers movie. Like it's funny that I talked about the Snyder cut earlier, and there might be a Snyder cut version of Turbo the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> it, I don't know if anybody wants to see that. Maybe people want to see that. Uh, there's supposedly uh, uh, another episode of power into zeal they got cut up called scorpion rain that was supposed to lead from zeal to turbo or some shit like that i i don't know man a lot of this shit confuses me but anyway uh <laughs> but anyway uh some of the things that irk me in this movie uh that's not a, f- a fight they're not a real fucking fight until like 45 minutes into this movie where like the power rangers actually fight something you know, like, like, do karate on something, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, they do karate on, like, these four, like, Ninja Turtle things, you know, like, like, they got, like, they're, like, these little, like, turtle things, and, like, they fight them, like, they, it's, it's an okay fight, it's the only, it's the only fight in the goddamn movie, uh, like, it's the only, like, unmorphed fight in the whole goddamn movie, it's the, only fight you see for at least another hour and a half because the Power Rangers don't morph until like a half hour into the movie and start fighting, you know? <laughs> and start like, they go after Divatox and try to save Larigo and Jason and uh, Kimberly and like, that's the only fucking fight scene they got as the Power Rangers you know, is towards the end that's it, it like, like, this mo- like, this movie really suffers for being slow and plotting you know, like, they linger on things that don't fucking matter, you know, like, getting on the boat, like, they gotta get on this boat, and shit, and they talk about the boat, and they Cat and Justin try to have, like, this heartwarming moment on the boat, and nobody, I don't give a shit about that, you know, <laughs> they linger on a lot of shit that don't, that, they, like, that really doesn't fucking matter, Bulk and Skull, get on my fucking nerves in this goddamn movie i was like i'm just gonna say it and i was saying it while i was watching this movie i don't like bulk and skull i've never been a fan i've never been a fan of bulk and skull i don't get it i just don't get it i i i guess that i know that's supposed to be like oh wow they're the laurel and hardy they're the abbott and costello of the 90s it but i'm like if you're a fucking eight-year-old kid in 1993 you don't know what a fuck Abbott and Costello is you know <laughs> I didn't learn about Abbott and Costello until I got older you know <laughs> the fuck it? The eight, an eight-year-old's gonna be like who the fuck is Abbott and Costello you know my grandparents my grandparents like Abbott and Costello you know the fuck but uh, you know but yeah man I'm never I've never been a Balkan Skull fan. I'm like, I don't, I don't get the appeal. Like, uh, the comedy's not funny. I rarely laugh at them. I'm like, most of the time it's just dumb shit, and it just make, and it just drags the show down. Really, it just makes the show sillier than it needs to be. 
You know, like I really think Bulk and Skull just make they make that they make Power Rangers sillier than it needs to be. They really do. I kind of blame them for that, you know, <laughs> for the for the stigma that Power Rangers has of just being this silly, stupid ass show. Um, but uh, yeah, they get on my fucking nerves. I don't like them. The only thing I do like in this movie is the Zord fight. Uh, they 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 do a great Zord fight. It's better than the one in the first movie. They don't use CGI. Thank God, you know. <laughs> It's just a dude in a goddamn robot suit and another dude in a goddamn monster suit. Uh, they fight Malagor at the end. You know, like it's just a, it's just another dude in a goddamn monster suit the way it's intended to be. And just these two dudes in fucking rubber suits just fighting each other <laughs> like it's intended to be. It's the only part I like. I like the Zord fight. Zord fight's cool. Oh, and we also get a cameo... Uh, by Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed for whatever that's worth. I don't blink and you miss it. Uh, another thing that this movie did, this movie really accomplished making the Power Rangers background characters because they don't really focus on the Power Rangers in this movie. They're barely in it. They're barely in it. They're background characters in their own movie. They are non-factors in their own goddamn movie. God damn it. <laughs> they did it. But uh, yeah, man. Overall, I don't know. Like, maybe I like maybe there's another cut of this movie that was better, like like uh Johnny Bosch said. He said, like, I hear it from Johnny Bosch. I hear it from I think some other Power Ranger actors that were on set. You know, like the other Power Ranger actors said, like, yeah, we shot some shit and like it was totally cool and they didn't use any of it. You know, so <laughs> I've heard, I think I've heard Jason David Frank say that. They're like, they, we shot some cool shit and they never used it. You know, so <laughs> Jason David Frank is, uh, he played Tommy. Uh, he said that, I think he said that shit too. At like one, like a, at like a pound, like a panel or something like that. He was like, yeah, man, Turbo, we shot a lot of cool shit, man. We shot some, some dope ass fucking fight scenes and shit. And they didn't use any of them. He was like, he said, <laughs> he was like, we, we shot some cool action scenes and they didn't use any of them. You know, like, and this is the movie that you got. You know, maybe, like I said, maybe the other cut of the movie's better if they ever decide to release it. Like, I think the 25th anniversary is next year. Maybe they should do that next year. They should put like a like a, like a Snyder cut version of Turbo the Power Rangers movie together, and we'll judge for ourselves. I don't know. Um, but for now, the the version I get, it gets a one out of five. You know, on the rewatchability factor. That's pretty much it for Turbo Power Rangers movie. Join me next week when I'll be talking about 2000's Road Trip. Peace.